What makes a maverick? As a ginger punk inspired misfit from the Isle of Man, I followed the path of the possible, using an immense growth mindset and morphing into a maverick along the way. I've lived a life on my terms, had a blast doing it, and been an unconventional CEO, sister, wife, beloved dog owner, and bundle of crazy, spontaneous energy. So I invite you to join me on What Makes a Maverick, a podcast with attitude for those who always wanted to be different, but didn't know where to start. It's here. I'm Carol Glover, the Maverick Maker, and this is The Maverick Bookworm. I'm not actually sure if people still use that word bookworm, but it was certainly around when I was young. I have been mad on books and reading my whole entire life. I can't actually remember when I read my first book, but Gosh, I think I must have been pretty young. And I sort of know where I got the influence from because I was from a biggish family and my grandparents lived nearby. And as a big treat as the eldest, every Sunday I would be sent to have tea with my grandparents and I'd get turned out in my, if I had such a thing as a smart little outfit, and I'd be dropped off at grandparents and I would have tea and my granddad, I absolutely idolised. He taught me so much about life. And in the front room, they had a bookcase and in it were books, old sort of leather bound style books. And each week, my granddad would lend me one of his, what I saw as his books. And I would take it and I would read it. And then he and I would discuss it the following week. And of course, if you if you know me or you know, a lot of my posting and sharing is about what I've read and what I've enjoyed and what I've done. And, you know, my it isn't a love. It's a grand passion for my life is reading. And um, so as I got on, uh, obviously, I feel at some point I read all my granddad's books, no matter what they were. And I'm very proud that when he passed, I got to keep some of them, those special books that were on the shelf there in his front room. But then what happened was I headed off to join the local children's library, uh, Douglas uh, Public Library. And I read all the children's books in there. And I have to say, as a little joke, um, one set of books I read as a young girl was um, Mallory Towers by Enid Blyton. And just recently, a Canadian production of that <clears throat> has been on the BBC. So I forced my poor old husband to watch every episode, which actually was quite enjoyable. But um, it was great because I do remember reading all of those books. Anyway, I read all the kids' books in Douglas Library um, by about the age of 11 or 12. So I then moved on to the adult books and um, went through, you know, lots of um, great authors and got all my um, influences from them. And then as my life went on, I read all of the books that I was interested in that were in Douglas Library as well. Um, But fortunately for me, I got a new deputy headmaster at school who knew that I enjoyed books and reading and literature. So he started, a bit like Grandad, he started to lend me his books and I would read them and they were things like Virginia Woolf that I'd never read and for some reason wasn't popular in Douglas Library. Um, And I would read Virginia Woolf and then he and I would discuss it and debate it. And I've told the story before about how this man, as a result of my love of of books, got me very interested in going to do a business degree because he got to know me like all great teachers do or the the greatest teachers we ever meet. And he helped me go to college and study business studies, which was a great part of the making of my life. So throughout my life since, I have read and read 
and read. I've had careers in strange areas. So I've read books about automotive marketing. I've read um, I've read magazines and journals about motorbike racing or tech or property development. Um, I've read marketing, you know, obviously um, Marketing Week and, and, and magazines like that. And of course, I've read lots of things to learn and improve myself. However, um, I know that I am a sponge for information and learning. And I'm sure you all know that as well. It's what I keep referring to as my growth mindset. And my grand passion is actually great literature. Um, I adore Shakespeare. I was fortunate for um, part of my life to live near Stratford-on-Avon and, you know, sadly didn't go to the RSC as much as I possibly could have done then. But I've read Shakespeare. I recently got to... Um, post one of those, you know, just the cover of, of um, six books that have influenced your life, you know, during lockdown. And I put the complete works of Shakespeare, the complete works of Dickens, the complete works of Oscar Wilde, the complete works of Jane Austen, and the complete works of Ibsen. Because these are all books that I can just pick up with a thirst and read and enjoy. And so my love for literature has pervaded everything that I've done. Now, in the last four years, of course, I've... Slight technical hitch there. My husband put the kettle on and it made a heck of a racket. So here we are, I'm back. In the last four years, I've studied, I've learnt, I've informed, and I have read and read, and I have been like the veritable sponge sucking in information to retrain as a coach and also to spend time mentoring um, startup entrepreneurs. And during that time, I've changed my book uh, behaviours. Um, firstly, I have been fortunate enough to read three of the most amazing and influential books in my entire life. Number one, Mindset by Carol Dweck, but I think you all knew I was going to say that, the story of what it is to have a growth mindset and the story that explained my own massive thirst for knowledge, learning and experiences alongside all of the situations and choices I've made in life that have allowed me to lead what I consider to be um, a really happy and fulfilled life for the very large part of it. Secondly, a book that took me, or I'd already been taken, but the book that took me to Jason Goldberg, who became my coach, Prison Break. And this is an amazing book on self-leadership. And it really is about the word choice again. It's all of those choices we make when difficulties come our way. Do we choose to step into them and toughen ourselves up and build our resilience and determination and grit? Or do we... Um, let them take us over. And this is a wonderful, wonderful read by a wonderful, wonderful person. And it's up there. And then, of course, towards the end of last year, when I was up in Scotland, poor Marion was um, driven mad by me going on and on about the book Range by David Epstein, um, how generalists triumph in a specialist world. Uh, this, again, is another book that is very, very deep and meaningful to me and the career that I've had. I've had about 29 senior leadership roles in 14 industries. And um, I'm always, always looking um, for, you know, ways to, to get a wider skill set and to do more um, analogical thinking. And, you know, it's, 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 it's the way of my life. Of course, what I, what I do then with the books that I read, and at any point in time, I am reading usually. Um, so I'm reading two books usually, not at a time. What I do is I get up in the morning, an hour earlier, 
and I read one or two chapters of what I think of as clever books, you know, the books that I need to read every word. Um, and I don't say that sort of as a as sort of tongue in cheek. I am a speed reader. Uh, I read fiction. My husband, when we used to go on holiday, when we were first together, never believed that I read the pages that I was turning in books. And he used to test me. He used to get so annoyed and irritated. He used to test me to see if I knew what was on a page. But of course, you don't read as much as I've read without teaching yourself to speed read. However, when I really want to learn about something new or something I really don't know about, I have a different technique. I have my notebook open. I read every single word. I make random notes all the way through about the key things, the key takeouts that I want. And that is how I learn, learn, learn. Um, and of course, Pete and I, you know, whenever we've been traveling, which we've done an awful lot of, we read everywhere we go. So, if you, you know, if, if you've had a conversation with me, you'll, you'll find that I have completely ridiculous random information and facts because I read everywhere I go. I immerse myself in the local area, the local um, interests, the local what's going on. Um, one of the things, of course, that has uh, revolutioned my re revolutionized my reading, otherwise we would need an extension, is um, e-book readers. So I'm a bit half and half, really. When I want to read a clever book, I get the book. But when I want to read fiction, which I do every single day, um, I do that in the evenings. I do it before I go to bed. I go to bed half an hour before I want to go to sleep. And I read um, probably 50 to 60 pages because my reading speed, I don't know, it's about 100 pages an hour. So that's what I do. So I, I do read. And then on um, weekends, you know, I've done an awful lot of studying, working, um, having my own business, working for other people, volunteering, all things I love. But I, on a Saturday, I like to read a book before I get up. So I get up, I wake up early on a Saturday morning and I read maybe a three to 400 page book. And then I get up um, about 10 o'clock usually. Um, and that's me ready for my day off, my Saturday. The big thing for me about books and the reason I would encourage book reading for all potential mavericks and people who want to think differently is it lights up our brains. It lights up my brain. Even just reading words in fiction lights up my brain. And it keeps my brain very, um, not active, but illuminated, lit up. And that's really important for us as we go get later in life, as I am doing these days, because we need to keep our brain active. We need to keep our brain, um, you know, stimulated and we need to keep it thinking about different things. So for me, reading is about two key things um, that are really vital to life. One is learning, which, you know, I'm crazy mad about. And the other one is relaxing which these days I'm also crazy mad about. So that's it. That is the Maverick Bookworm and why it matters so much to me. Want to live life on your terms? Then subscribe here to this podcast or follow at Carol Glover Coaching on LinkedIn, Facebook or Instagram. Or check out the website, carolglovercoaching.com. Thanks so much for listening. And until next time, stay fierce, stay kind, stay brave. And most of all, keep smiling.